You're listening to the Footy Banner Podcast. He's going to have a go from 80. Piss off. This is the grand final episode of Footy Banner. Chip is here with me. I'm Melios. Chip, how are you doing today, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty uh, pretty pumped up from the weekend's results just over the weekend. Insane results on the weekend. How, how crazy. Just before we get into it, we're going to be talking about It's a pretty straightforward and simple episode today, mate. Yep. We're going to talk about last week's prelim results. A lot to talk about there. Um we're going to get through a hefty list uh, of, but not spend too much time on the free agency slash yep. trade business because it's really heating up now. It's getting to that time of year. Yep. Uh, and also the thing everyone's going to be tuning in for, which is our grand final preview. It's going to be good. We, we went over it a little bit before and there's a lot to go over. So I'm, yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. I, I don't think we've actually analyzed any game as much as we have this game all year. Probably not. No, which is probably a good thing because it's <laughs> yeah. you know the one, it's, it's the first... I guess the first time in the whole year where there's only been one game to analyze. That's very true. That is very true. It's well, that's that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just want to start now. Do you know Ben Toscano? Because yes, he's I been know in him. Europe, right? I know, that. and he's normally uh, uh, the the third person, the third musketeer, if you will, in uh, in yeah, the definitely third in talent. Oh, absolutely, uh, as well as looks. I would have thought. Yeah, I would, um, I'd agree with that. And. Uh, he he was actually in Melbourne uh, 24 hours ago, right? Mm-hmm. But he was so devastated as a Richmond supporter because he was so cocky. He was like, nah, pies are a lock, pies are a lock, uh, pies, sorry, tigers are a lock <laughs> the entire year. And then when they got absolutely embarrassed, Embarrassed on Friday, and night. it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. It was it was over at almost almost quarter time, just after I quarter think it time. Was. I reckon it yeah. was dead and yeah. buried. He decided to pack his bags again and head back over to Europe. And I was like, mate, where, where are you going? Where I was, is he? I was trying to get him to well, come lucky, back. I was, lucky you've got him on the phone, my friend. I do. Because I, I, Look, I wrapped my arm around him last night. And I was like, mate, we really want you on banter. We want to try and lift your spirits a little bit. But he's flown. He is currently 16,137 kilometers away from Jeez. us in Melbourne right now. And he's in Florence, Tuscany. So he, wow. he must be at a winery or something over there. Like he's, he's, I feel for him because he's really living it hard over there. But that's what happens when you go for you a choking football club. He's hit the source, has he, just to deal with his problems? Why wouldn't you when you're a Yeah, Richmond I guess fan? so. You know what I mean? I guess, you know, a few weeks ago, he's, you know, he's, his VFL team got knocked out by... Uh, the Mighty Dons? By the upstart eighth place <laughs> yeah. Essendon VFL team. So they choked after being on top of the ladder. Yeah, went out straight sets, mind you. Absolute straight sets. And you know what? Like Hawks went a top eight team. So basically Tigers in the AFL went out in straight sets yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great to see. It but wasn't it? Let, let's just quickly get into that. Like how nuts was that first quarter? Like the Pies oh, came out with this ferocity. It was nuts. And, it's, and Richmond looked like scared children. They did. I, like I, you know, I mean, Richmond absolutely have been the best team of the year. And they finished, I think, two games at least clear on top of the ladder at the end of the home and away season. And rightly so. And... They, you know, yeah, they, they again, smacked the Hawks, but the Hawks went amazing, but they still won it. And you just didn't expect this. Like, I mean, I thought it would be a close game. I didn't think it would be a blowout either no. way, but I still thought the Tigers would just get up. Um, but at the same time, a performance like this was building. 
it was coming for a long time yeah. because they'd just Do been doing by, enough. Yeah, Richmond, yeah, Richmond. yeah, I agree. So I was in Brisbane about a month ago with a few mates and a couple of them were Richmond supporters and we were there for the last round and yeah. the, the Tigers just beat the Bulldogs yeah. at the MCG. It was like three points, The dogs right? should have won that. Dogs should have won that. Yeah. Um, you know, and the week before that, they beat Essendon by about a goal. Um, and I think a couple of weeks before that, they just beat Geelong by about three points yeah. in that game where Ablett could have won the game. Yeah. And I said to my mates I was, who were Richmond guys, I said, you guys aren't looking that crash hot going into finals, right? Yeah, you're winning, mm-hmm. but you're just winning against yeah. teams that aren't amazing. They're not top four teams. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, look, they they were, as as they do, their supporters, that they they defend their club. And, um, and it was, it was sort of unknown at that time because a lot of people were saying similar things, but then they were also saying, well, they're already on top of the ladder. They're, they're not really playing for much, which I kind of bought into as well. Mm-hmm. But now it makes you wonder in hindsight, it's like, well, maybe there was something in that because they were really struggling. They were. And if you have away. a look at the the qualifying final against Hawthorne, Hawthorne were right in that. And it really it was the fact that they were missing chances, oh. very easy chances that and they would best normally players kick. were missing chances. Right. So yeah. Hawthorne kicked themselves out of the game and, and then Richmond got on top for about a 10-minute burst in the third quarter and kicked like five goals in a row. And, and then the done. game was done. It and was that's done. generally what they, they've been doing all year. And good yeah. teams do that. Yeah. But like we said, Hawthorne were definitely playing above themselves all year. And we all know that, you know, that six of their wins had been by a goal or less. Yeah. So yeah. they're not your traditional top four team. Yeah. So that kind of win was, it was a good win, but it probably didn't really say too much about Richmond. It said probably more about Hawthorne than anything, right? Probably did, yeah. And, and but having got- said that, Chip, though, Collingwood's performance. It was unreal. It was that unbelievable. Was no I, one could have predicted that. No, yeah, of course not. And, you know, my um, uh, partner, Tara, she's a she's a Collingwood fan and we were sitting here on the couch and it was her birthday as well. So it was a great oh, birthday mate, present. I reckon. Um, and we were sitting here on the couch and it was just her and I watching it. And, um, and 15 minutes in, I was like, you guys are just playing so cleanly. Like, and it wasn't a wet game or no. anything, but... You know, they, Richmond were fumbling. Everybody. They were fumbling, but t- Pies, just when they had the ball, they were not missing, yeah. um, you know, uh, kicks to, to their own players. Yeah. They weren't missing they goals. Were, they were so on. They were on. They were, that was just a 100% game. They yeah. were just on. You know, every team has it every now and again, and it just happened to be one of the most important games of the year for the Pies. And it made the Tigers really jittery. I don't think they were expecting that. No. And then the crowd obviously got behind the Pies. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, it was still a Tiger-dominant crowd. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's still a big Melbourne club. Yes. Um, and, and at the end of the day, scoreboard pressure is the biggest pressure. Yeah. And when you're five goals to one down at quarter time and then 10 goals to two down at half time, that's all she wrote. Yeah. And look, they did bring the the score back in the second half, but they did. the game was done. The game was done. It was all over. Um, my brother-in-law was there as well, and he spends a couple of grand a year on um, on mm. Richmond memberships. Mm-hmm. So he's a big member, and he um, I messaged him halfway through the second quarter. Um, it was probably about seven or eight goals to one. Mm. And I said, mate, get out of there. This game is over. And he did. He was he left at halftime. Yeah. Got out of there. That's a bit piss anti. It is a bit. I know, but I I know, tell you, what, I know mate, you backed that bit. I probably would Some, as well. Sometimes you just got to sit through it. No, I don't put up with crap. Yeah, <laughs> now, but how good was it? Like It was great. There's a, like, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, Because oh, I'm in, we're both Essendon. And I think it was the whole year. It was Richmond were just this, you know, unreal team. And they won the granny last year. And really, last year wasn't their year. It was Adelaide's year. They cooked it. Mm. They just won before their time, the Tigers. And this year was Richmond's year. And they've cooked it. Yeah. Um, and and it's just, you know, it's it's good to finally see them just get knocked off their perch. I agree with that. And the crazy thing all year was talking about how many wins in a row they've had at the MCG. Yeah. And they're eventually going to lose there at some point. Yeah. And also, really, also, they don't play anywhere else. That's true. But I'm sure... 
the fact that they didn't drop one of those games against Geelong or Essendon. Did they play the dogs at the Eddie Hat or the No, MCG? that was at the G. Was it the G? Okay. Mm. So it's three games where they probably could have just let that one slide. And, and it go, may have helped them. I agree. Well, look at Essendon you know in I mean? 2000 when yeah. that, that one loss. Yep. You know, a lot of people say that that was a good sort of reset just to sort of say a reality check and be like, yeah. all right, look, we're not, you know, just invincible here. No, and we, we are can beaten. still be beaten. So we've got to be got to be on so that's a that's a big thing and i and i love that their winning streak was stopped in a preliminary final yeah because it means nothing now yeah because it whenever now you lose a granny it's like all right well we got there yeah you lose a prelim it's like well anything could happen next week especially against west coast that's right yeah and it's like you know because all their fans will will always talk about that but then it's like yeah but you lost at the prelim yeah by 10 goals or whatever it yeah. was. Like, they got destroyed. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, look, but at the end of the day, credit to the Pies. It was the best they've played all year. Yeah. Um. I think they've done amazingly well. At the end of the day, they've had a lot of injuries um, yeah. throughout the year. And, and there's still more. I mean, we'll talk about in the preview. Yeah, Jeremy Howe's got a cloud. But um, just, really well. like, one of the great things about Collingwood season as well is Nathan Buckley. Yeah. In round four, I know Collingwood fans who wanted him sacked. All of them wanted him sacked, mate. He just All won Coach of the Year. He did, yeah. And fully deserved because what oh, he has done yeah. with his team. Yeah. And I'm glad that Adam Simpson won it, uh, sorry, came second because, um, you know, I think West Coast and Collingwood, in a way, have had similar years where uh, a lot of injuries have really hindered them. Yeah. And I know West Coast in the middle part of the year where, you know, I think they'd won the first 10 and then they lost like two or three. They mm. got, well, I mean, we smacked them at, mm. in Perth, mm. but they lost all their forward line. They had Nat no Nui forward went line. down. Yeah. I mean, obviously Gaff's not injured, but he he's out. Um, so they've, they've had to deal with they, a lot. They are dealing with a lot. Mm. But the great thing about, well, the thing that he, the reason why he should be second, I agree with you there, is that, not Richmond, sorry, West Coast have a more talented list than Collingwood. They're a better team in terms of a list, yes. Yeah, and which is, it's all the, it's all the more impressive for, for Nathan Buckley and the Pies because they're playing this real sort of impressive team, blue-collar sort of style, yeah. which embodies Collingwood yeah. in general. Yeah. Um. So... Well, it's similar to Richmond last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really good to watch. It um, is, it is. Now, speaking of West Coast, they absolutely <laughs> demolished the Demons. <laughs> we thought Friday night was a big a big belting. Yeah. Saturday Arvo was a lot worse, and it was embarrassing. Do you know what was sh- you know what shit about this, mate? So I was amped up to watch the the others the other preliminary final on Saturday night, right? And I'm just playing PlayStation <laughs> and it's about three o'clock, and then the group message starts lighting up and it's like game over. Yep. And I'm like, All well, over. what do you mean game over? It's three o'clock. That must have been talking about some VFL thing going on. Anyway, I look at the scores and they'd started and it was like, what, five or six or seven goals to nothing? Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not watching this game now. No, no. I watched it. I watched the whole thing and it was a bloodbath. It was an absolute bloodbath. It was, you know what? It was an old school Perth team who were pretty decent. You know, an interstate team comes along and, and they think they're a chance and they just get flogged. Yeah. And the crowd gets behind them, obviously, over there. And yeah, I mean, look, but you know what? To be zero goals six at I can take zero goals three at quarter time. I can't take zero goals six at halftime in a prelim mm. final. You're, you're saying that you're a top four team basically by being in the last four teams of the year, mate. And the fact that they were goalless in the first half. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like how the hell? Like you know, can they? Be oh, that was zero. zero I thought that was six. a quarter time. No, Sorry, no, I zero was I, I zero three at quarter time. Zero six at halftime. Um, they had four goals and six goals kicked on them in the first. But even six quarters. scoring shots and a half is not it's a terrible. Lot. It's terrible. So you know, it's um, oh god, it was. And look, a part of me felt bad for Melbourne, but a part of me was like, well, geez, you've you, they, they spoke a 
big game in that first in that in that in the previous week before that yep. um that round they were really confident going into that game and they just had a big reality check i reckon well mate what i want to do is i'm just looking forward so there's this um melbourne podcast um that i haven't listened to but it's a pretty popular one it's called the debrief mm. um and they had this real sort of like um pretty awesome like g up uh post and i'm about to find it for you um and just bear with me while I grab this. Right, here we go. So uh, it's stated, uh, I'm just going to read it for you, Matt, because yeah, you're going to okay. get a kick out of this. this. Good. Game day, capitals. Mm. We were labeled, quote, soft, quote, bruise-free, true, quote, insipid and bullied for over, all over a decade. Yes. Now we are labeled t- tough, quote, <laughs> committed, quote, explosive, quote, <laughs> and we've become the bullies. This is our time. <laughs> oh, this is before the prelim. This was Obviously. Saturday, 9.26 a.m. Right. The clearly, morning clearly the morning this wasn't off. the club, by the way. This is uh, some, uh, some yeah, demon a, fans. A that, fan, uh, yep. Now, I think that's fair enough to be pumped up for a prelim. because you can be pumped. Because that does probably epitomize their year, right? You can be pumped. Except there was a patch where they were just beating the terrible teams and then yep. losing the good teams, right? Yep. So probably that's probably, you know, very rose-colored glasses right there. Yeah. But then for their team to put up the shit that they did... <laughs> For that entire game. They were game. bullied. They were insipid. <laughs> what else were they? Because uh, I, I reckon they were the other thing as well. Uh, Bruce Free. <laughs> they were definitely they were Bruce soft, Free. Insipid. Um, not committed. <laughs> and not very tough. And not explosive in any way, so, shape, or form. You know what? You know what I thought of? I, I was sitting there on Sunday. I was like, what I've learned this about footy this weekend. We saw the Richmond of old and we saw the Melbourne of old. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. Yep. And <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. What's personally. that saying? Is like the more things change, the more they stay the yeah, same. Yeah, that's that's exactly what the prelim final yeah. weekend was about. Now, uh, but mind you, by the way, so Melbourne's <laughs> VFL team, Casey, lost the grand final oh, to Box Hill Hawks. <laughs> oh my lord! So it wasn't a great weekend for them. The VFL was a bit crazy as well. Like, I mean, I don't it's think Box Hill were really tipped to win it, and they just sort of came out of nowhere. And yeah, they, they, they were a top four team though. Oh, were they? Oh, they might have been fourth though. I think. Yeah, I don't know the official stats on that. You've got the app open. You probably research it, but it doesn't really matter. It's VFL. It doesn't yeah, really matter. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> not a good weekend for the Melbourne footy club No, <laughs> in both ways. No, not at all. So that leads us to a pretty, I don't know. I think that's a pretty interesting grand final. I think it's a great grand West final. It's better I than think... Richmond Eagles. I think it's going to be a better game than we would have got if it was Richmond Eagles. I think Eagles. so because I think Richmond would have had Eagles measure yeah. at the G. Um, whereas Collingwood and Eagles, I think is a bit more of an even matchup. Uh-huh. Um, so, and, and yeah, I think that the whole fact that both teams destroyed their opposition in the prelims. Um, they both got is, form coming into the they game. They both got form. Um, I mean, you, I'm just looking at from the West Coast Melbourne game and what's obviously the main thing about, you know, Collingwood needing to stop. It's very ominous for the Pies. Is Kennedy four goals straight. Darling, three goals, three. Um, Lacroix, three goals, two. He just keeps going. Cripps, three goals, one. Yeah. So you got uh, a very potent forward line. And a lot look, of guys you know, chip in for goals yeah, as well. And that's, that's not going to happen again this week. We know that. No. Like, it generally doesn't happen in grand finals. But even if that's halved, because typically in grand finals, scores are lower. You know, yes. they're, they're, it's yeah. not 120 versus 90. No, you know unless I mean? it's just like, smashing, it's, you know. Like well, that's right. Yeah, win. exactly. Let's let's not worry about that too much because I want to get into the, like the trades and the, yes. and the, the free agency stuff before we get into yeah. the preview. Uh, but I like where, you, where your head's at right there, Chip. Yes. You're on the ball. It's in the right space. I'm always on the ball, mate. That's true. We, are, we both are always on the ball. That's true. BT, not nah. terrible. Oh, look, I, I still feel a little bit sorry for him. He's over there in Tuscany. I'm sure he's got his... I'm sure I'm, I'm sure he's got his uh, glass of UDL over there in Tuscany. You know, yeah. he's, poor fella. 
Yeah, he's not very cultured. You can tell by if you ever follow him on on Instagram, oh. he's got the most uncultured <laughs> European Instagram story feed you'll ever see. Oh, the poor kid. Yeah, get some creativity, BT. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, um, so, so trade news, mate. Trade news. So this is actually my favourite part of the year me almost. Me too, yeah. Because <laughs> it's the only thing Essen win is yeah, trades. true. Lately. <laughs> we did last year. That's about it. We did. Um, but something that's... Let's pop up with the, the most recent kind of one that's sort of yeah. read its head. It's Hogan, Hogan of Rio. And we know that... Out two, of nowhere. Well, two years ago, they made a big play for yeah, him. Yeah, but, but he, re- he recommitted. So I was like, oh, yeah. that's it. He's a demon for life. Yeah, but I think the, the fact that Wiedemann from Melbourne has sort of popped up and had that really great... First week of the finals. Yeah. He, has, he had two good weeks in the finals. Where yeah. Mm. Yeah. And everyone went missing. So you can't blame him for the prelim. No, nah, that was just terrible. But it also means that, um, you know, Hogan away is, is something that could be on again. Now, it's also, we knew about Lockie Neal to the Lions was something that's been spoken yep. about as well. So, and that's also Stephen May. As yes. Well. So, and then Stephen May has been talked to, he's going to come to Melbourne and stuff like that. Yep. So, um, I'm hearing that there's uh, the, well, the rumors are that uh, there could be potential three-way deals, maybe even four-way deals that yeah. would involve Hogan to Frio, Neil to the Lions, May to the D's, but there's still talks of May to the Pies. So we don't know exactly yeah. how the May one's going to come into so it. So May to the Pies was all the rage and it was as if it was a done deal. Yeah. But in the last few days, I'm now hearing the Demons are the front runner. Yeah. Um, so it's that's going to be really interesting what happens there. And mm-hmm. you know what? The Demons, I think, need him more. Um, you know, you've got May if you then and Lever is still Lever. out till the middle of the next year. Yeah, but if you chuck knee, in Lever when sooner. he's right, um, and then I think it's is McDonald. Well, he's playing forward. I know he is, but like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's is, the thing that means you can leave McDonald forward and that's then have right, him with, yeah. with Wiedemann. And, so I think May um is a better suit for Melbourne in a way. But yeah, it, it's going to be so interesting what happens there yeah. because it looks like all of them are out the door. Yeah, which is crazy. Well, really, well, not really. Really, but on all three of them, I wouldn't have said well, apart from maybe May. Yeah, maybe May. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting to see what, cause they're all three A grade players, right? Yeah. Um, now Lysette, Scott Lysette, who's about to play off in a grand final for West coast mm-hmm. is, um, all but a lock at Port Adelaide by the sounds of it. It's crazy that we hear that. Yeah. And then coincidentally with that as well, Rory Lobb has been, well, the GWS, yeah. um, you know, football managers or whoever it was basically said, yeah, he's, um, talking to the Eagles without yeah. blessing. So yeah. he's contracted. Um, he think, doesn't necessarily want to leave, but West Coast is sort of, you know, doing well, their due diligence. They to have see. to be desperate because um, yeah. Nick Nat's not going to play probably at all next year. No. Well, maybe. Or probably not. Maybe like, until like this year. year. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. he came late again. So yeah. um, that's a big thing. So they they would definitely sort of be going for that. And I think the way GWS is at the moment, it's they're under a massive salary cap squeeze. Yeah. And that's why we're it's here. Because I reckon names. they really want to keep Kelly. So I think they're going to have to get rid of guys. Yeah. That's why guys like... Shield like and Shield stuff. and stuff are going to get yeah. popped up because they need to shed some some salary so yeah. that they can make a big offer to compete with you know North Melbourne. Mm. Um, so there's other ones that just come out recently. Is Jack Martin to Essendon? Yeah, who's still a contract? What do you think about that player? I mean, I, look, when I first heard it, I thought I know the name, and I was like, oh yeah, and I, I could picture him. I was like, oh, he's a handy he was, player. But he was former, like in that mini draft, that you know that high end talent that goes in the mini draft. Oh, was he? I'm pretty sure he was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I actually then had a look because obviously I'm an Essendon fan, so I went and had a look at his. Stats and pretty good. Like, you know, yeah. he averaged probably about 17, 18 disposals, kicks yeah. a goal here and there. Yeah. Um, seems like a handy runner. Untapped I, potential with him. I though. think he would suit Essendon in yeah. the way he plays. And I yeah. think he knows that too. More and I mean, look, he's everyone and their dog wants to get out of Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, so I think he would absolutely suit Essendon. The thing is we would have to satisfy them with some trade facilitation. Yeah. It depends on what he's worth. You know, is it a second round pick? Oh, I would probably, probably give up pick eight. Well, it's definitely not a first round pick situation because I don't think Essen should do that. Um, 
But it's interesting. So I do think he's one of those players who is much more valuable to a good team or yeah. a better team than, than, a, than yeah. a bottom four team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, and also there's a big question. I, I was talking to some of my other mates about this during the week is this, there's got to be a massive issue at Gold Coast about play development. Yeah. Because there's a lot of high picks that just don't, you know, go to the next level. No, that's there's, true. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they tend to get better as they leave. Look at Caddy. Yeah. You know, it's know. two clubs together. So it's, there, it's but... not that they don't have the talent. I mean, yes, players are obviously leaving. Yeah. We know that, and that's but... not, not a hard and fast. It does, I mean, the Presti was great for them. Yeah. You know, and Swallow's been really good, but mm. number one, you know, level, number one pick level, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Who knows? But I just, yeah, I it's, it's really hard to pinpoint what is going on there at Gold Coast. There's um, a lot wrong. It's a it's... culture thing to me. Yeah, it could be. I think it's a love of the game thing. I mm. feel like they're well, maybe that's not why that they're passionate. That's why they. I think they they'd be keen to probably see what they can get for Jack Martin because he's part of that previous generation, that first yeah. wave of Gold Coast. And they're probably thinking, let's just step away from that. Well, we got it just, wrong. Yeah, and just on players who are potentially going to the Suns, I heard yesterday that Anthony Miles and Corey Ellis from Richmond, who yeah. obviously are struggling to get into that team, mm. um, are very very likely to go to Gold Coast, which makes sense. I think that's because good. they would get it. And, and I don't mind I think that's that a win win because they're kind of players that so. they're kind of hardworking players. They are, and they're, and they're going to relish battlers, that opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're going to yeah. relish that opportunity. Um, and I, and they're good players. Anthony Miles, we know, is a good player. He's not a bad footy player. Yeah, he's just he's, it's very hard to break into that Richmond mid. Yeah. What so, about Hanbury to Saints? I, um, yeah, I, we had a good discussion about this last week. I think Hanbury's a great player, but I think he was a great player. Yeah. I don't I, know. I if think he's better is. for the Swans than the Saints, to be honest. I think so. I think the Swans it will not surprise me if the Swans come up and take one of these amazing players. If they take a shield, if they somehow get a Lockie Neal, you know what I mean? I, I reckon honestly, they're going to come up and I reckon, just take someone. I reckon Gaff is an absolute smoky to end up at Sydney. At Sydney, yeah. It would not surprise me. Yeah. Like they did with Buddy, right? Yeah. Um, when no, no one expected it. So, And I think that they're probably, you're right, I think they're probably happy to be letting go of Hanbury, who has been amazing for them. Mm. But really, since 2016, has it's been injury-ridden. Yeah. His body just seems battered. Yeah. And I don't, from what I'm hearing, the Saints are trying to get him on a five-year deal, or maybe he wants, I don't know, but yeah. that's a long time for someone who hasn't played much in the last 24 months. Mate, just add it to the list of questionable decisions the Saints make. Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, look, it could work out really well. We know he's an A grader at his best. Yeah. He's one of the best mids in the game, but hes I just think he plays that crash and bash style. I don't reckon he's anymore. No, that, yeah. The, yeah, and that's what I mean. I think he plays that crash and bash style that has forced him to yeah. cut his career short. You sign into a five-year deal, that's, he's not going to see it out. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, so some other ones, there's the talk you don't really hear much about these days is um, Andrew Gaff and what he's doing. Mm. Um, Ruse is still the favorite, Kangaroos. Yeah. Um, or he might stay, uh, you know, at the Eagles. But then you're saying... I think he's going. Probably. I think he was from Melbourne by now. You're, you're saying that there's a... Uh, that Essendon well, I just, I just read play. something yesterday that um, Ruse are the favorite with Essendon making a late play. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that there are other clubs doing that as well. I, I think um, that also could be because of the talk of um, Dylan Shield, you know, firming to Carlton. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, you know, I mean, Carlton have the goods, right? They've got the cash. They've got the picks. Whether it's pick one or... But do they have the future? Well, that's no. The well, thing. right Considering now... Considering is 25 years old. Yeah, that's right. Like right now, you can't see them playing in finals in the next two and three, two or three years. No. In saying that, Pies finished 13th last year. The Tigers were Wafel in 2016. You just don't know. 
right? Yeah, so I know, but Carl, I know it's Carlton. They, I know they, they weren't that bad. They were terrible, Carlton, this year, and yeah. you can't see that happening in the next twenty-four months. Yeah. But you just never know. Yeah, that's but true. but at the same time, I, I like money talks. Winning a grand final is so hard that Shield might be sitting there going, "Okay, well, I could go to Hawthorne, I could go to Essendon, and maybe we'll win a flag, but it's a big maybe." Yeah, you know what I mean? Why not go to Carlton, Get make an year. extra three hundred thousand a year, and um, you know, risk not winning a flag. You know what I mean? So yeah. I reckon that's got to come into your thinking. Totally. Um, oh, no, I agree with you. What about um, Will Setterfield? So there's talk that uh, Essendon are targeting him. So he's coming well, off Well, I reckon ACL. he's a bit of an unknown name, mate. Like, I don't remember many Yeah, he was a former him. top five pick. Yeah. Um, that, uh, you know, back in that draft, it was the 2016 draft. It was when Essendon picked Andy McGrath one. Yeah. There was talk that Essendon, you know, really wanted Setterfield as well. Yeah. Um, you know, there was talk that they may even pick him with pick one and force GWS to, you know, match the bid. Yeah. Um, they didn't. But um, there's talk that uh, he might want to come back. So he's originally from Albury, right. um, but then went to like, I think it was Caulfield Grammar or something like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, and boarded over there. Uh, massive Bombers fan he is, Will Setterfield, is the talk. So, um, well. So this is your was. theory that, that players want to play for their... Do you, the- you know what? It was mentioned in the article as well that he grew up a Bombers fan, so... Did you write that article? I wrote the article. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be just one. I reckon we should move on to the uh, actual grand final um, preview. What do you reckon? Yeah, mate. That's. I mean, that's what we're here for. It's so, um, crazy. Uh, that, that it has is happened in this way. It's uh, the Eagles. Collingwood versus the Eagles in the grand final. Yes. Who would have thought that? Oh, well, look. I would have thought Eagles. Absolutely. Yes. Even the ho- the whole year, I would have thought Eagles because they you could just tell they were on at the start of the year, and when they were ten and zero, I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be top two, right? Um, but look, Collingwood. You know, they, they've again, they've really they've done a Richmond, they've done a Bulldogs in the last couple of years, where you were even in the prelim, you were like at the start of the game, you were like they've done well, but they're not gonna get there. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a prize fan, you'd be happy with making prelim. Oh, absolutely, and they were. But it's it's just happened, you know. And now they're at the point, as you would be, where it's like, just go on and win this thing now. Yeah, you know, you'd be fully. And they're favourites. They're going in favourites. Well, yeah, of course, because at the G. Yeah. Um, but in, talk- it's well, I was just going to say on that though, it's interesting because you know the last two encounters that these teams have had, literally three weeks ago from when we're at when we're at the grand final, it'll be three weeks prior mm-hmm. that the Eagles beat them by sixteen points at Optus Oval in a game really where. Pies for probably a good half to three quarters looked in control. Mm. Um, and I, I thought that the Pies were going to win that, but Eagles just turned it on in that last quarter and their better players found form like yeah. Kennedy and Darling. It's the home crowd over. factor for me. Oh, it was definitely the, the home, home crowd factor. factor. Um, and that was, you know, I mean, Collingwood could have very easily won that. The one before that was probably more interesting was in round 17 at the MCG, yeah. West Coast belted them. They did, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah, fifteen goals to nine, uh, and know, that was the, the Eagles' points. first win over the Pies of Melbourne in twenty-five years. Yeah, I remember that's that. That's huge, crazy. That's so, a massive mental thing. So I think that has to be a that that's. I think you're right. I think that's a bigger one than what yeah. the one was three weeks ago. Because I think you know, yeah, Eagles did have a nineteenth man there, um, and I think this week, yeah, there's probably going to be more Pies supporters, but there's going to be a massive Eagles show because yeah. that's what they do in the grand final. I tell you what, mate, something that I've noticed over the years. Um, and I don't have the exact stats on it, but if you look at it, there's some kind of a pattern. When there's finals games or grand finals, it seems to be that whatever happens in the game previous to that matchup, the team who loses tends to win the next one. Not always, yes, it can, but it's a I bit know of what a you pattern. Mean. I know what you mean. Um, and the Eagles have won the last two. Yeah. And going by that kind of pattern, like 
it, it's looking like Collingwood. It's yeah, at if, the MCG. If you're following that pattern, then... you know, there's that. I mean, like you know, Collingwood beat Richmond after two losses this year. Like it's taken two games to figure them out, and then they figured it out in the third one how to beat them, and they did. You know, like I for things like that, it just it it really is as as hard as it is to say pointing to a Collingwood victory. Yeah, in that way it is. Um, and with the fact the weather, it's going to be cold, uh, like with, with I a potential will be, chance of rain. Yes, I am basing my tip on the weather. If and look, it's funny because I checked it on Sunday, um, and there was a ninety percent chance of rain, and I was like, "Great, Pies are going to win." Um, and then Monday dropped down to seventy percent. Tuesday was about fifty. Then today, I woke up this morning, six a.m. First thing I do is check the weather because the ground was cold. And, and it was 20%. So I'm like, beauty. Eagles are going to love it. Yeah. But now it's back up to 40% as we sit here at 6 o'clock on, a Wednesday, on the Wednesday night. Yeah, I did hear on the news that it's going to rain in the southeastern suburbs. It's going to be hail in the southeastern suburbs. It, we're going to be free of it in the city. So. It, it's not, I don't think there's going to be hail in the city. Um, I think it's, 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 it's going to be cold, right? It's going to be yeah. 13, 14 degrees. So it's going to be really chilly. It's funny because tomorrow, the Thursday is 23 degrees. So Oof. it's insane how quickly it drops. Um, and today it was warm too. So the, I am honestly basing my tip on the, and I'll, we'll get to tip soon, Yeah. but I'm basing my tip on the weather. Um, right now it's 40% chance of rain. So I'm sticking with the Westerners at the moment. Yeah. But we'll come to tips and, okay. and in terms, okay. of, okay. Uh, terms well, of amounts soon. Well, let's just do something we never do and let's look at uh, like the matchups. Because we don't really know the players' names half the time. So. Well, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the biggest ones um, is going to be Kennedy versus Goldsack. And I think... I think this is in, the biggest. In Yeah, potentially. Yeah. And I think in the first final, like Goldsack coming out of like first game back. Yeah. Did really did well. Really well. Did really well. But I'll tell you what, in that game, Kennedy looked rusty as all hell. Because he's coming back from an injury as well. Well, it was his first game back for a while. And, yeah. you know, he he was looking likely, but just wasn't clunking the marks that he normally did. Mm. But then in the last quarter, he he and he Darling won the, won the game for yeah. him because he all of a sudden was clunking the marks. He was he, And he doesn't miss much, mate. Forwards no. these days, even the best forwards in the game. Look, Jack Revolt's good as well. Yeah. But, you know, even people like Ben Brown, these guys, they miss a lot of goals, yeah. you know. Kennedy kicked four goals straight on the weekend. He doesn't. That, that miss was Danaher's thing for a while. It was, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, and so th- this is the thing: like forwards, um, a lot of the time are missing a lot of goals, but he just doesn't miss them. Yeah. So you know, if he's clunking them, and if Goldsack's not there with him, it's going to go a long way for the Eagles. So yeah, that is a huge, a huge matchup. I agree with you, and I, and I think the other one with with you said um, with. What's his name? Darling. Darling. How do I forget his name? Who, like, I honestly but, think Darling was the best forward in the game for the first half of the year. Yeah. he's He a, was unbelievable. A big thing is because the um, there's a massive cloud on um, how. how. Yeah. How He'll play. Forget, I'm forgetting this player's name. Oh, what's my mind? <laughs> Turning into me, mate. I reckon. <laughs> my brain's got a mush. Uh, so they're talking about bringing in Darcy Moore or Ben Reid back. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's going if to be he unchanged. Does, it's only if he doesn't get up. That's a big thing as well. He now, will get up. Now, there's on the other end of the, of the ground, there's McGovern versus the entire, entire Pies forward line. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, he's got a bit of work to do because like... Well, McGovern doesn't really stick on a player. No, nah, he just sort of roams. Yeah. But, as, and and I cleans mean, up. He does everything. Yeah. Hearn is a big yeah. um, defender for them too. I tell you what though, the thing about that Pies forward line though is that Cox is going to be, you've got to make sure that he isn't getting to every contest and bringing the ball to ground because Degoe and Stevenson are deadly when yep. the ball hits the ground. Yeah, and, and look, even Hoskin Elliott. Um, yeah. But in saying that, look, uh, Hoskin Elliott and Stevenson 
have not been at their best the last probably four weeks. No. You know, their numbers are down and they've had an amazing season, mm. but they haven't been unbelievable. Dugowie yeah. has. Dugowie's yeah. been, Dugowie's the match winner. Um, like he's the guy, we didn't put him in a, in a um, big matchup, but he... Oh, he's part of that forward line. He is, yeah, yeah. true. Um, but he he's your match winner. Like he's the one that... He's my smoky for the norm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I probably will put money on him. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to put 50 down and put 10 bucks on five players. That's yeah, my right. Um, and lose all 50 bucks. Probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> but Because um, I normally go for the outsiders. I'll go for like, who's like a second gamer or something. I'll probably go for him. Yeah. Um, but no, but look, Dugowie, you know, he's the kind of player that, you know, games on the line last quarter, three quarter time, he'll come up, kick three goals in the last yeah. quarter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he'll do that. Um, and I think he's like a Dustin Martin where he loves it when people are watching him, I reckon. Oh and yeah, he, he's he, born. He's made for this. He's game. made for these sort of games. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. And look, McGovern, like how, is going in with a bit of an injury cloud. Got a good corky mm. in the last game. I I don't think either team, either player, how or McGovern would play if it was a home and away final. Mm. Of course, you're gonna play in the granny. Um, but it, you just wonder what, how much how much is that going to impede him? Yeah, and I tell you what, I I feel like West Coast's like clouds are more serious than Collingwood's ones, I reckon. And yeah, I th- maybe. Which I, which I think could be a big factor. The other big matchup as well is, um, and they might not necessarily play against each other head-to-head, but Shuey and Benelbury, and who has mm. the biggest impact um, there? Obviously, because there's no gaff. Yeah. Who's more of a winger? Yes. Shuey um, probably has to do more hard yards because Gaff not being yeah, there. Whereas Penelbury yeah, has his other yeah. you know comrades to be there with him. And Penelbury hasn't had to ha- to be that main dude anymore. Because, well, he's not. Trelaw probably is. Yeah, and I want to get to that shortly because the other big one is Yo and Sidebottom. Yeah, and look, we Two saw in the Brownlow. Yeah, you know, we didn't talk. We didn't talk about the Brownlow. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom Mitchell won. I by think the way. That, yeah, it was such a boring Brownlow because yeah. everyone knew Tom Mitchell was just going to win in the end, and it was such a bore. By the way, yeah, I've got something to bring up, and I want to bring it up after we finish all this right. game, all right? Because I think it's very important that we finish on it. This is not on the rundown. No, because you I know just, how jittery I, I get when now. things aren't on the rundown. Yeah, well, I just remember <laughs> it now. Um, but the big thing is the strengths about Collingwood. In particular, is their midfield depth because we've mentioned, you know, Penelbury and, and side bottom and yep. those kind of bit and Trelaw, but there's also Taylor Adams as well and Hoskin mm, Elliott and, yeah. and then guys like Crisp that are playing go pretty, you know, that yeah. go in there as well. Yeah. So and Dugowie goes in there too. He does, you know. So there and like and another bloke is Taylor Adams. He's another smoky for yeah. um. He's, he's kind of he's kind of he made for this kind of um way. this kind of game. Yeah. So, but the Eagles, the big thing is is the forwards. Yeah, and it's a simple the as shit that. thing about that is that they can be taken out by the weather. That's exactly right. And Whereas midfielders, they're midfielders. They can't. You know? And that's why, and, and you know, um, uh, same thing for Richmond uh, against the Hawks in the first round of the finals. When I knew it was raining, Tigers were going to win yeah. because they've got the forwards to the small, you know, little forwards to be able to mop it, up and kick the goal. It that, yeah. Exactly. So it's the same thing for the Pies, I think, versus a tall forward line. To be honest, it's the same for most teams versus Eagles because the Eagles have such a yeah. traditional forward line. I like to look at it with your two main towers. You've got your two defenders at the back. Um, then you've got your small little crummers like the Krar. And, you know, they've got some X factors though. Like Liam Ryan's been amazing. Yes. Lily Rioli's been unreal. Um, Lewis Jetta has all of a sudden started playing some good footy again. Kind of back to what he was like at um, Mate, I feel Spons. like I haven't seen his good footy since the 2012 Grand Final. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, it, I feel like it's been six that was years. That was when Cyril was chasing him down the wing, right? Couldn't go with him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, you know, it's, the, the, it, it's just going to be so interesting. And I think, you know, we've touched on it. I think the weather dictates who wins this Grand totally. Final. Let's get tips for this game. So... So this we, is where it's like, like your it's, tip and also score. Well, a couple let's of things. Go, like, let's go winner, margin, and norm. All right. So a couple of things. First of all, 
I tipped Eagles at the start of the final series to win the granny, right? Yes. Albeit, I said it against, they were winning against the Hawks, right? Hawks, nowhere near us. That was a big cross. But I still said that the Eagles were going to win it. I'm going to stick with them, Um, you know, purely because I said that they would at the start. I'm just going to stick with them. Yeah. I, and it's a 40% chance of rain. The talk is that, yeah, it might rain a little bit, but it's not going to be incredibly, it's not going to be nuts. And I think that's going to be, that their forwards are going to be able to still clunk their marks. The MCG dries really well. Um, and apparently it's morning rain, right? So uh, because of that, I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I think they're a better team. I think they're a better list, but sometimes that doesn't matter, mm-hmm. right? So it will not surprise me if Pies get up, right? But you're sticking with the Eagles. I'm going to stick with the Eagles. I'm going to say by, I'm going to say by 22. Um, oh, I'm going to say Shannon Hearn. Um, as, yeah, for a norm. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a defender's game. Um, and I think McGovern or Shannon Hearn, but I think Shannon Hearn is just going to take, he's going to be the general down there. He's their captain. Yeah. Um, you know, and I can see him doing like a Leo Barry style and just being that person who's just pies. They're not going to let Mason Cox do what he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Against the Tigers. Yeah. And, I, and I think someone like Shannon Hearn will be able to be able to do that. So yeah, I'm going to go the Eagles by 22. Cool. I am for a lot of the things I said before. I feel like Collingwood's going to win this. You feel that way, don't I you? I want the Eagles to win, but yeah. I think Collingwood are going to win this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be close. I think they're going to win it by uh, by about two goals. Yeah. Um, and I've got a feeling um, that we might see, I reckon, a Taylor Adams, Norm Smith. Yeah, Taylor Adams. Uh, and second best on ground is going to be Dugowie. Or side bottom or something like that. Mm. I think Dugowie's yeah. going to play a big... <laughs> big role on this because I could easily see him kicking four or five goals. Yeah, 100%. 100%. You know? Yeah, if they shut him down, that will go a long, long yeah. way. So this is the thing. It's all about key matchups. Like every game is, we just go a lot deeper in it when it comes to grand finals. That's it. But, I mean, this is what coaches would do every 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 week. You'd right? hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you would hope so. I don't know what... Uh, Brendan Bolton's doing over at Carlton. Maybe he <laughs> He's probably the only one that's doing it. Oh, crap. This is what you meant to do. <laughs> so... That's our tips for the for the uh, for the granny. Yeah, I just want to end on something hmm. because I was pretty uh, passionate about this, and people have told me I'm wrong. But yeah, um, Jack Higgins, um, if you watch the Brownlow, he won the um, goal of the year. Throw, and he was talking about how you know when he's up there, he's you know quote his heart was you know beating at a uh, hundred minutes a second. Yeah, um, which is hilarious, and I love the kid because he's a bloody pisser. <laughs> yeah, um, but he was talking about the goal, and he was. Uh, you know, talking through it. And he said, oh, when I threw it, I mean, <laughs> dropped it. I mean, it wasn't a throw. Did he say that? He said. Oh, I'd missed it. I didn't see it. admitted to throwing it and oh. then quickly quickly corrected himself and said, oh, no, no, I didn't throw it because it wasn't a throw. And I just, you know, let the ball drop. And then so. He just should not have a microphone put in front no, of him. No, I think he should because he's hilarious <laughs> and he's so genuine. He's yeah, an he act. makes a bit of a mockery of it, doesn't it? So, oh, uh, it totally does. But uh, you and I disagreed on that. You thought it wasn't a throw. I did. No, I thought it was 100% throw. Oh, sorry. No, you did. Sorry. So that was someone else. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. It was a so complete we both throw. thought it was a throw. Complete throw. So, yeah, they've made a mockery of that. You know, the other thing that's a mockery, and again, this isn't on the rundown, so don't get nervous. But um, do you know that the mark of the year, they didn't include round 23? Do you know they cut it off at round 22? Is that why he didn't... That's why he didn't even get nominated. Why? How does that Francis, work? Aaron Francis, who I reckon took probably at least the second best mark of yeah. the year. I, I think it was better than Heaney's for the sake that it was a better on mark. On Paddy Ryder. On Paddy Ryder. And he landed on his feet. I still think that's difficult to do. And it, was, it, was, it looked better as well. Yeah. It wasn't as flashy. Yeah. But at what point did Heaney have control? <laughs> he just kept a car <laughs> and then he was in the bloody bar by the end he yeah. got into the ground. So. But isn't that a joke? 
It's, yeah. it's, that is a fact that they didn't, um, they had already put in their submissions at round at the end of round 22. And then it was too late to add in anything from round 23. Who, who does this organization? Do you know a big part of my job is organization and it's not that bloody hard. No. So it's... What does a week in... Because there's something that's going to be, you know... It must have something to do with the media and money. Oh, sorry, like media But they and, announced it in the Brownlow night. Yeah, I know. But when did they announce the nominations? Maybe it was like in that week and they, they were just... I don't know. I reckon it's got something to it do was with it, that. I think but, it was the bye week. It's a joke. That is an absolute joke that mm. they don't include round 23. And now they've got egg on their face because... Probably the best mark was in round 23. If not, just a nominated mark. Yeah. The other two was, that I saw... Like, I think Walters was, deserved to be a finalist. Charlie Cameron's won. Oh, no. that's right. Charlie Cameron's. I was like, are they serious? They think that's better than yeah. Aaron Francis. Now, it makes sense as to why it's not there now. I'm less angry at the fact that it didn't make, but the, but the organization of the AFL, once again, horrendous. Going back to the mark goals a year, let's... I don't care if Jack Higgins threw it, didn't throw it, whatever. It absolutely required a bit of skill. Jack Stevens' goal was a lot better than Jack Higgins' goal. I don't know if you remember it. Yeah, off the ground. Oh, it was in midair. Yeah. In, in oh, yeah, midair on yeah. an angle. It wasn't yeah. in front of goal. It was on an angle. Yeah. It was about maybe 15, 20 And he was out. having a shot as well. So it was on deliberate. On an angle. Yeah. That is a lot harder to do than Jack Higgins. To throw it. Throw it in the air. Yeah, okay, cool. He got around the, the goal post. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I agree with you. They yeah. butchered everything. And you know what? They, they, butchered, they, they butcher everything. And they butchered last year's too because, you know, we're Essendon, but Jeremy Howe's mark was better than <laughs> Joe Dunner. So they also butchered that. Yeah. So who is doing the goal and mark of the year? Because they're terrible. Well, in the because I think the fans also vote for the mark of the year, but the problem was Collingwood had two finalists. So the Nuffies didn't realize uh, that they'd have to back one and just go with it. So it's like, I, saw, I said this this time last year. Do not put it in the hands of fans. I agree with you. What happens if it's Gold, a popularity contest? What happens if Gold Coast um, takes the absolute best mark of all time, but then two Richmond players, or say one Richmond player, throws it up to himself and marks, yeah. it, and marks it? All the Richmond fans, of course, they're going to get yeah. on, right? Yeah, it's the dumbest system I've ever. Oh man, I didn't think we'd get this heated at the end of the year, but such a dumb system. I know. Just put, give three people, give. Jared Wheatley, give Eddie Maguire, give, I don't know, just people in the... In the just football experts. Football experts. Yeah. Oh, God. So dumb. Us. <laughs> yeah, give it to us. <laughs> we would have given it to Francis, though, pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, we probably would have given goal of the year to um uh, to Stringer when he was kicking it against... Was it North Melbourne when he was... Yeah, in the, the wave time. <laughs> the, the wave, biggest spectacle the of wave the goal. <laughs> So good. All right, mate. This has been a fun year, um, mainly because BT hasn't been here for half of it. <laughs> he was meant to be here tonight, but he he couldn't front up. Yeah, I don't I don't blame him. He's, <laughs> he's crying away in Florence. Um, that was a great year. Um, great episode. Next again. year's our year, mate. The Bombers are going to win it next year. We're bit buff. Bit buff for everyone that doesn't know mm-hmm. is Bombers in the bag. We yeah. made this up probably about midway through the season. We're like, you know, having a bit of a bit of a laugh to our friends, and we we're like, nah, bit buff. Bombers have it in the yeah. bag. We didn't. We screwed it. But this just, next year, mate. Bit it's the, next year. Bit by 19. Yeah. 18, 2019. 2019. Bit by 19. Get around. <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you next year. Maybe. We might. Nah. We'll probably do it. We might be like the footy show where we're not sure and we do like a like a Sam Newman farewell, but we're not sure if we're coming back. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll like stop it and then Eddie will get us back on the air. <laughs> yeah, true. Because as we know, everyone is all about it. Because uh, when we say something on Footy Banter, people talk about it. It's actually not a joke. Didn't, didn't Jack Rewalt do the thing a few weeks ago? It was an episode that we didn't even upload, and he knew about it. 
what did we say? Because there was definitely something. I can't remember if it was you or me that said it, but then the next night. It, it probably was me. Generally, I yeah. come up with these. And then the next night, Revolt said the same thing. And we messaged each other. We're like, we were just saying that. Yeah. <laughs> it says a lot about us. <laughs> it's uh, well, me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Chip, great year. Thanks for the uh, for the memes. It was good. It was uh, good memes. fun. The memes. <laughs> uh, it's a shame that Tara couldn't front up today. She was too nervous. We she did was. say she, she did say that nervous. she would uh, be a guest panelist if Collingwood won a game. She's going she... to Collingwood on um, uh, Saturday. She was like At Vic Park. Yeah, yeah. She was like, oh, can you? Is get it Vic me... Park or the Holden Centre? No, Vic Park. Okay. Yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, can you get me a ticket? And she was kind of serious. She's like, I think I don't know. If she realised how hard it was to get a ticket for the granny. I'm like. Sorry, you're not a member. So even yeah. if you were a member, you're a very unlikely chance. So yeah. she's not going, but she's going with her family to uh, Vic Park. And I said I definitely wasn't going to go there because I will get mauled when I walk in with a West Coast jumper. Um, so <laughs> and yes. an Essendon scarf. And an Essendon scarf. <laughs> but yeah, good luck. Good yeah, luck good luck to all our, all our friends who are Pies fans who are reasonable people. Yes. And there are a few of them out there that we know. Artie Boy, Artie Boy be out yeah, there. Yeah, shout out to Art. Yep. Um, and my mate uh, Plissy as well. I've got a few so, mates um, out there too, so not too bad. They're, they're the good ones. They are the good ones. But to the Ferals, go Tara. Eagles. Go you Eagles. Go Eagles. <laughs> All right, take it easy, guys.